This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Wong. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. If you're into deep learning and machine learning, um, you've probably heard of the term TensorFlow. So what is TensorFlow exactly? It's a Python-friendly open source library for numerical computation that makes machine learning faster and easier. So machine learning is a very complex discipline, but implementing machine learning models is far less daunting and difficult than it used to be thanks to machine learning frameworks such as Google's TensorFlow that ease the process of acquiring data, training models, serving uh, predictions, and refining future results. So it was created by the Google Brain team. TensorFlow is an open source library for numerical computation and large-scale machine learning. TensorFlow bundles together uh, a bunch of machine learning and deep learning, which is aka neural networks, uh, models and algorithms, and makes them useful by way of a common metaphor. It uses Python to provide a convenient front-end API for building applications with the framework while executing those applications in high-performance C++. So TensorFlow can train and run deep neural networks for handwritten digital classification, image recognition, word embedding, recurrent neural networks, sequence-to-sequence models for machine translation, natural language processing, and PDE, which is partial differential equations, based simulations. So best of all, TensorFlow supports production predictions at scale with the same models used for training. So how does it work? Um, TensorFlow allows developers to create data flow graphs, um, structures that describe how data moves through a graph or a series of processing nodes. Each node in the graph represents a mathematical operation and each um, connection or edge between nodes is a multi-dimensional data array or tensor. TensorFlow provides all of this for the programmer by way of the um, Python, uh, the Python language. So Python is easy to learn and work with and provides convenient ways to express um, how high-level um, abstractions can be coupled together. Nodes and tensors in TensorFlow are Python objects, and TensorFlow applications are themselves Python applications. Um, The actual math uh, operations, however, are not performed in Python. The libraries of transformations that are available through TensorFlow are 
written in high-performance C++ binaries. Um, so Python just directs um, traffic between the pieces and provides high-level programming abstractions to hook them together. TensorFlow applications can run on most any target that's convenient. So like a, like a local machine, a cluster on the cloud, iOS and Android devices, CPU or GPU. Um, it uses Google's own, or so if you use Google's own cloud, you can run TensorFlow on Google's custom TPU, which is uh, the TensorFlow processing unit, um, which uh, you know further accelerates the process. Um, the resulting models created by TensorFlow, though, can be deployed on you know almost any device where they'll be used to serve predictions. So um, as of October 2019, TensorFlow 2.0 was released, and it revamped the framework in many ways based on user feedback. So uh, it made it easier to use, you know, by using the relatively simple Keras API for model training and um, more performant. So, um, you know, distributed training is easier to run now with this new API and support for TensorFlow Lite makes it possible to deploy models on a greater variety of platforms. However, code written for earlier versions of TensorFlow may you know, must be rewritten uh, sometimes only slightly but then other times you have to do significant um, uh, modifications to take advantage of the new tensor 2.0 features so let's talk about the these new features um, the, the single biggest benefit tensorflow provides for machine learning development is abstraction so instead of dealing with the nitty-gritty details of imp implementing algorithms or figuring out proper ways to hitch the output of one function to the input of another, the developer can now focus on the overall um, logic of the application. So TensorFlow takes care of the details uh, behind the scenes. Um, TensorFlow offers you know, additional conveniences for developers who need to debug and gain um, introspections into uh, TensorFlow apps. So the eager execution mode uh, lets you um, evaluate and modify each graph operation separately and transparently instead of constructing the entire graph as a single opaque object and um, evaluating it all at once. Um, the other cool thing is this thing known as TensorBoard, which is a visualization suite that allows you to inspect and profile the way graphs run by uh, way of an interactive web-based uh, dashboard. So TensorFlow also gains uh, many advantages from the backing of like an A-list commercial outfit in Google, right? So Google has not only fueled the rapid pace of development behind the project, but um, has also created significant offerings around TensorFlow that makes it easier to deploy um, and use. So, um, you know, the above mentioned like TPU, the tensor uh, processing unit um, for accelerated performance in, in Google's cloud is an online hub for sharing models created with the framework, uh, which also allow, allows you to do in-browser and uh, mobile-friendly incarnations of the, uh, the, the framework. And so there, there is one caveat. Um, so some details of the TensorFlow implementation make it harder to obtain 
total de- deterministic model training results for some training jobs. So sometimes a model trained on one system will vary slightly from a model trained on another, even when they are fed the exact same data. So um, you know the the reasons are for this are you know are slippery. So like you know how I don't know how like random numbers are seeded and where or certain non-deterministic behaviors when using GPU. Um, so, th- so that said, it's possible to work around these issues and TensorFlow team uh, from Google is considering more control to affect determin- uh, determinism in a workflow. So let's take a look at how TensorFlow uh, performs against the competition. Um, TensorFlow competes with uh, a number of other machine learning frameworks from PyTorch to CNTK to MXNet. Uh, those are the three major frameworks that address many of the same needs. So let's let's go through and figure out where they stand and come up and where they come up short against uh, TensorFlow. So let's go with PyTorch. Um, in addition to being built with Python and as many other similarities to TensorFlow, there's like hardware accelerated components under the hood, um, a highly interactive um, development model that allows you that allows for design as you go work, and many useful components already included. Um, PyTorch is generally a better choice for fast development of projects that need to be up and running in a short time. But TensorFlow wins out for much larger products, uh, projects that are more complex, that has more complex workflows. Um, there is uh, another framework known as CNTK, which is a Microsoft Cognitive, cognitive uh, Toolkit. It's like TensorFlow, which uses a graph um, structure to describe data flow, but focuses more on creating deep learning neural networks. So CNTK handles many uh, neural network jobs faster and has a, a broader set of uh, AP, uh, APIs so like Python, C++, C Sharp, Java. But uh, CNTK isn't currently as easy to learn or deploy as TensorFlow. And then lastly, we have MXNet, which comes from Apache. So this was adopted by Amazon as the premier deep learning framework on AWS. Uh, which can scale almost linearly across multiple GPUs and multiple machines. Um, It also supports a wide range of language uh, language APIs. So we're talking Python, C++, Scala, R, JavaScript, Julia, Perl, Go. Although um, its native APIs aren't as uh, pleasant to use and work with as TensorFlow. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at T-O-N-Y-P-H-O-A-N-G.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.